Hey, Smarty fans, your pal Trusty has a gift for you. A seven-day free trial of Who Smarted Plus. That's right. If you sign up for Who Smarted Plus, you'll get one week of free access to all our subscriber episodes and bonus Smarty Qs, all ad-free. Parents, educators, and Smarty Pants have been letting us know how much they love their Who Smarted Plus subscriptions. Now's your chance to see what all the excitement is about. Again, this offer is 100% free. You can cancel any time within the trial week. But I have a feeling you're going to want to stick around for all the exciting adventures and extra smarting. Sign up now right in Apple Podcasts or on whosmarted.com. Just click Join Who Smarted Plus. Thanks for smarting with us and supporting Who Smarted. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Smarty Pants. Welcome to an encore or repeat presentation of Pizza. Don't worry, we're still making tons of new episodes of Who Smarted. But every now and then, we like to share an older episode that we know you'll love. Enjoy another slice of pizza, and thanks for listening to Who Smarted. Ah, lunchtime. It was my favorite part of school growing up, and my favorite part of the day now. What about you? You like lunch, kid? Let me see if I can guess your favorite lunch food. Think I can do it? Let's give it a shot. Hmm, I'm thinking of a a soft, doughy crust covered in a nice, rich, tangy tomato sauce that's just a hair sweet, and topped with some beautiful, bubbling, hot, white cheese. So, do you know what food I'm talking about? That's right, it's pizza. Pizza! Nom, 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 nom. So, did I get it right? Did I just guess your favorite food? Okay, okay, maybe not for all of you. I'm sure we've got some hamburger, hot dogs, chicken nugget, french fries, mac and cheese, or salad people in the audience. Ugh, salad? Okay, probably not salad. But hey, if it is salad, congratulations on being a lot healthier than me, because I love pizza. And I know I'm not alone. Pizza is one of the most popular foods in the world. People in the United States alone eat 3 billion pizzas a year. The average American eats 40 pizzas a year. And 83% of all Americans, that's 8 out of every 10 people, eat pizza every month. Whoa. Mm, mm, mm. I don't care if it's hot pizza 
cold pizza, triangle pizza, square pizza, pizzeria pizza, frozen pizza, pizza pies, pizza slices, pizza bites, pizza bagels, or even pizza-flavored goldfish. Just give me a piece of pizza and I'm a happy guy. Now, some of you might like pizza, but not every part of it. For example, you might like the cheese and the sauce, but not the crust. Others might not like or be able to eat the cheese. And then there's some people who eat just the cheese. But anyway, you slice it. Pizza is a lot of people's favorite food and can be enjoyed in a lot of different ways. But who invented pizza? Why is it so popular? And what's the deal with all those toppings? Get ready for another whiff of science on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who Smarted. Quick question. Who invented pizza? Was it a long, long time ago by the ancient Greeks? Or was it even longer ago by the ancient Egyptians in the Middle East? Or do you think it was in the late 1800s in Italy? Hmm, tricky, right? Well, the answer depends a lot on how you define pizza. If you think of pizza as just flatbread cooked in an oven, then that goes all the way back to the ancient Egyptians, Babylonians, and Israelites in the Middle East who ate flatbread baked in mud ovens. And if you think pizza needs to have toppings, then we're talking the ancient Greeks and Romans who baked flatbreads topped with olive oil and spices. Yum! Today, we call this focaccia bread. And while it's delicious, it's not quite the pizza most of us know and love. You know, the kind topped with tomato sauce, cheese, and toppings. That did start in Italy. But how? And when? For that, we have to go back to 1889, to the Italian city of Naples. Scusi, scusi, I am looking for the famous baker, Raffaele Esabasino. Where can I find him? Oh, the Esposito's Bake Shop is right over there. He makes the best bread and pastries in all of Naples. Yes, I have heard, but I have a special order from King Umberto IV and Queen Margarita. They are visiting Naples tomorrow, and they want to have... a pizza! A pizza? Yes, a pizza. They want Mr. Esposito, the famous baker, to make them... A pizza! Okay, I know what you're thinking. If this is the story of how pizza was invented, how could the king and queen order one if it wasn't invented yet? Hmm. Good question, smarty pants. But remember how I said earlier that the ancient Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans all baked flatbreads? Yes! Well, so did Italians in 1889. In fact, lots of street vendors sold these flatbreads and called them pizza. Now, why did they call it pizza? Well, it comes from the Latin word pincere, which means to pound or stamp. And the Italian word pizzo, which means mouthful. Delicious. What do you get when you take a mouthful of bread and pound it flat? Why, you get pizza. Hello, Raffaelli. A kind sir, I need you to make a pizza. Pizza. 
What is this pizza? Pizza is a street food. You can get a pizza from any vendor on the street. You don't need the great Raffaella Esposito to make a pizza. Ah, but this is for King Umberto and Queen Margarita. What? You didn't say so. I must make them a pizza. But not just any pizza. I will make a special one with the tomatoes I grow in my garden. And the best mozzarella cheese in town. And a few snips of a fresh basil. Now this. Magnifique. It's a work of art. A thing of beauty. And just look at those colors. The red sauce, the white cheese, the green basil. It looks just like... What? What else is red, white, and green that would have Raffaele feeling so proud? Hmm. No, not Santa with spinach in his teeth. Ho, ho, no! Why, it's the colors of the Italian flag. Yes, this is a pizza fit for a king and queen of Italy. And from that day forward, that exact combination became what we know as pizza today. And do you know the name of this kind of pizza? It has a name. Let's see how well you were paying attention to our story. They named this type of pizza after the queen it was made for. Do you remember what her name was? That's right. Queen Margarita. Today, the typical plain slice of cheese pizza you get at the pizzeria is called the Margarita Slice. But how did a slice of pizza made for a queen in Italy travel the world and wind up in the U.S.? Any ideas? Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. 
Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You hear that? That's the horn from a steamship leaving Italy with hundreds of immigrants. And as Italian immigrants made their way to other countries like Spain, France, and England. Blimey! They didn't just bring their clothes and belongings with them. They brought pizza. So, where did this new version of pizza become popular first? Was it Italy, Spain, France, England, or somewhere else? Hmm. If you said Spain, France, or England, good guess. But that's not it. And if you're like most people, you probably said Italy. But guess what? Despite being invented in Italy and looking like the Italian flag, the margarita pizza was not a big hit in Italy. What? Nope. Pizza first became popular right here in the good old U.S. of A. Whoa. That's right. Told you Americans love pizza. And guess which city had the first pizza store? Here, I'll give you a hint. Times Square. Broadway. The Empire State Building. The Statue of Liberty. Taxi! That's right. It's New York. Gennaro Lombardi opened Lombardi's Pizza way back in 1905. And guess what? Lombardi's is still open today using the same oven to bake pizzas. Now there are more than 2,000 pizza restaurants in New York City alone. Yo, give me a square, Sal. Let me get two pies with the works. Well, pepperoni to go, huh? Hey, I need a plain slice, not too hot on a paper plate. But here's the thing. The first pizzerias may have opened up in New York in the early 1900s. But believe it or not, pizza just wasn't that popular. It's true. Instead, Americans were more excited about canned fruit. Yeah. Nathan's hot dogs. Okay. Oreo cookies. What? And chilled leek soup. Yeah. It wasn't until the 1940s that pizza got super popular when soldiers coming home from the war started looking for that delicious street food they had discovered and fell in love with overseas in places like Spain, France, England, and Italy. Amazing! From that point on, America's love of pizza just grew and grew until it became one of kids' and adults' favorite foods. Of course, pizza is great plain, but a lot of people like to add a little extra something on top. That's right, I'm talking about toppings. Go ahead, 
Think of your favorite pizza toppings. Shout them out. Go ahead. I'm listening. Interesting. I heard sausage, meatballs, tuna fish, really? Pineapple? Not a fan, but okay. Barbecue chicken, olives, mushrooms. What's that, salad? Yeah. Hey, if you're putting salad on pizza, you're definitely healthier than me. Okay, so I heard a lot of great topping choices, but what do you think is the absolute most popular of all the pizza toppings? Hmm, let's see if I can help you put it together with a few clues. First clue, not salt, but did you say pepper? Great, next clue. Besides pizza, another favorite lunch for kids is maca blank and cheese. Um. Maca blank and cheese. Hmm. Maca roni. Did you say roni? Great. Now put them together. Pepperoni. Pepperoni is by far the most popular topping on pizza. And unlike the pizza, which started as flatbread baked in Middle Eastern ovens, then reinvented by the Greeks and Romans, and perfected by the Italians, the idea of adding pepperoni to pizza is completely American. Starting around 1950, Americans began enjoying the salty meatiness of pepperoni on top of their pizza, but they didn't order it that way. The idea of a slice with pepperoni came much later. In the beginning, people would go to restaurants and order their pizza plain or with veggies. However, most restaurants also served cured meat platters, which were very popular at the time, and they included thinly sliced meats like salami, ham, and pepperoni. Americans, who love experimenting with their food, began putting pepperoni on top of their pizza, and the combination was a love at first bite. Whoa, did you hear that? All this talk about pizza is making me hungry. Excuse me, uh, one salad, please? Oh, and could you put a pepperoni pizza on top of it, please, to go? A big shout-out to Cooper and Bailey in Kentucky. Thanks so much for listening to Who Smarted. We heard you love the Dog Dreams episode. So do we. Thanks for listening to Who Smarted. Today's episode, Pizza, was written by Adam Tex Davis and voiced by Brandon Bayliss, Kim Davis, and Adam Tex Davis. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted was recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studio. Theme song by Brian Suarez. Lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. New episodes of Who Smarted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and free curriculum and activities available on whosmarted.com. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.